Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, thanks for tuning in to another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. I'm your host, Bethany Moore. I'm the Deputy Director of Communications at the National Cannabis Industry Association. Today on the show is one of our board members, Kershid Koja. He's the founder of Greenbridge Corporate Council PC, a California business law firm he founded in 2012, which represents clientele from across numerous sectors in the legal cannabinoid industries on regulatory, startup, corporate, intellectual property, finance, and other commercial and transactional matters. Kershid currently serves as chair emeritus of the board of directors at NCIA and serves as co-chair of NCIA's policy council. He's also outside general counsel to Students for Sensible Drug Policy. He's previously served on the board and policy committee of the Minority Cannabis Business Association, California State Treasurer's Cannabis Banking Working Group, as a founding board member and general counsel of the California Cannabis Industry Association, also a mentor and member of the selection committee for the ArcView Investor Network. Among other honors, Kershid was profiled in the National Law Journal's first ever Cannabis Law Trailblazers list. He's been named to the annual Northern California Super Lawyers Rising Stars list multiple times and has received SSDP's Unsung Hero Award multiple times and ArcView Investor Network's Outstanding Member Award. You're a very busy man, Kershid. Welcome to the show. I try to stay out of trouble, Bethany. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So 
Um, that was a lot to cover, but, you know, I always love to hear more about the background and experience of people in our cannabis community, uh, right. sort of the things they did before getting involved in cannabis. Like maybe you wanted to be an astronaut when you grew up. How about <laughs> you? What's your story? Well, certainly if anyone had told me on my way into law school that I would be a cannabis industry attorney uh, when I grew up, um, I, uh, I probably would have, uh, would have laughed at them. Um, I, I went into law school um, uh, after spending time at an arms control think tank in, in D.C. And so I went into law school thinking that I would be doing international law. Um, and uh, it turned out that uh, I had uh, an aptitude for business and, and regulatory law. Um, and so, you know, that's what I ended up uh, doing out of, out of law school uh, before I got into the cannabis industry. So I was at a, a, a big uh, multinational law firm working on um, securities uh, deals, working on a lot of renewable energy transactions, um, and general corporate uh, and regulatory work um, as well. So um, some of the same things that I do, but uh, outside the cannabis industry. Gotcha. Great. Yeah. Great skill sets to bring over into cannabis, um, which is incredibly highly regulated and complicated as well. So with all that, what attracted you to moving into solely the cannabis space from a legal perspective? How, how did that happen? Uh, so it was, um, you know, I was building my dream practice. Um, you know, uh, I guess how, how it happened over time was, uh, you know, I was um, um, uh, a, a consumer of cannabis uh, for uh, many years before I actually started working in the industry and had, had a love for the plant. Um, and then in law school also um, had the benefit of going through a, um, a seminar um, uh, on the, uh, the drug war and all the civil rights um, uh, atrocities that were happening in the name of uh, the war on drugs um, and how, you know, cannabis prohibition was front and center uh, of all that. Um, and so, you know, the, for me, um, you know, I was a, I was a, an activist, uh, social justice activist fairly early on in life. Uh, my first protest um, was sophomore year of high school. I was in front of the South African consulate um, protesting apartheid. Um, and, um, you know, for, for me, there was, um, uh, you know, my, my cannabis activism and, and all my previous activism, it all kind of looped together for me, right? Um, especially when I started to um, read folks like Michelle Alexander, right, who, you know, there was a very there was a point um, um, uh, th 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 there was a, um, 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 a, a fact uh, that she cited in her book, The New Jim Crow, uh, basically saying, hey, you know, we lock up more black men uh, in America for cannabis um, than the number of black men that were locked up in South Africa during uh, an insurgency against apartheid. Um, so that, to me, spoke volumes, right, and um, helped me see the continuity of kind of what, what I'd been doing along, you know, during my life and, and what I wanted to do. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Wow, that's a great story. And yeah, being being at protests early on in our careers certainly um, gives us a certain taste for wanting to continue to be a part of these issues as we develop into our careers. I can I can personally relate to that as well. So so these days you've been running uh, the Greenbridge Corporate Council law firm uh, since 2012. So you're, you're you got your 10 year anniversary here. Tell me more about. Yeah. Yeah. What's what's going on with the firm? How are you celebrating your tenure? Um, <laughs> we're we're celebrating it with more work. Um, <laughs> <laughs> good problem um, to have. You know, yes, absolutely a good problem to have. Um, you know, um, my my day to day. You know, I I both practice as an attorney and I have to run uh, the law firm as well, and then I've also got all of my. Um, you know, pro bono commitments, including the NCIA board, which, uh, you know, I, I love dearly. And so, um, you know, my, my role at the firm, though, is, is to, to guide our practice, to, to grow our practice. And so, you know, we've gone from being a, you know, quote unquote, marijuana firm uh, to being a firm that represents clients, um, you know, throughout what I like to call the cannabinoid industries, right? So it's not just psychoactive cannabis and marijuana, but also hemp and uh, also, you know, pharmaceutical and biosynthetic uh, cannabinoids as well. Um, and so, you know, we're, we're um, expanding our services to be able to serve um, all of the cannabinoid industries competently. And we you know, have been doing that now for, for some time. Uh, we are also um, branching out more and more into um, psychedelics work, um, specifically, you know, helping uh, <clears throat> nonprofits um, and uh, other enterprises that are trying to help folks uh, through psychedelic uh, treatment and therapy to, um, to, you know, to, to get past uh, injuries such as PTSD, for example. We help a group called VETS, uh, which um, helps veterans, um, uh, former Navy SEALs that have had uh, severe PTSD. They are able to get their lives, uh, lives back on track through psychedelic therapies that are administered overseas. And so, you know, the psychedelics uh, practice um, is something that uh, is growing um, and that we you know, also take um, uh, to be part and parcel of, of our mission, uh, right, as a law firm. Our, our, our mission as a law firm is to, is to fight the drug war. Um, it's not just to make money, um, you know, setting up cannabis businesses, but to continue fighting the drug war until it's over, until we roll it back completely. And so the psychedelics work is part and parcel um, of that. 
Um, the other thing that I'm really excited about um, at our practice um, you know, that we're, we're starting to grow is our digital assets uh, practice. Um, and so, um, you know, I, I think um, blockchain, cryptocurrency technology have an incredible amount of promise, uh, not only for, for private industry, but for being able to accomplish uh, public goods, common goods, right? Um, and so I have a vision for using these technologies to advance the cannabis industry. Um, you know, for example, if we're not able to get um, safe banking in a reasonable amount of time, we need to have some solutions, right? And so uh, that's the kind of work that uh, is, is uh, occupying my time these days. Yeah, there's, you know, never a dull moment these days in the cannabis industry. And, you know, the, the, the phrase Moore's Law, right? The idea that every year more and more science builds on top of itself is true in the cannabis industry as well uh, with, the, with the science of our cannabinoids and all, all the different uh, components of our industry, not to mention all the technology that's being um developed in our industry. It really is becoming a very, very high tech and high science industry as well. And I'm just loving Absolutely. to see all the cannabinoid science coming out. So it's, it's really what we have been working toward all this time. And now the science is backing us up. So yeah, you definitely yeah. have your, your work cut out for you. So let's take our commercial break and then we'll come back and we'll talk about our most recent lobbying event, which happened all virtually, of course, over Zoom, <laughs> with our Evergreen members. And we've been talking with Kershid Koja from Greenbridge Corporate Council, who has been very involved in the cannabis industry for over a decade and uh, is one of our Evergreen members. So just a few weeks ago, NCIA conducted a virtual mini Lobby Days event with our Evergreen Roundtable members, which Greenbridge Corporate Council is a member of. So, of course, these meetings were a little bit different from the meetings you were describing earlier before the break, where, you know, we went to D.C. and walked the halls of Congress and sat in congressional offices. A little bit different because it happened over Zoom, but this was basically the same concept of, having conversations with members of Congress, educating them, things like that, right? Can you tell mm-hmm. me more about how that went down? Yeah, I, I, you know, um, I did not know what to expect. Um, uh, you know, certainly we have had Zoom meetings with congressional staffers, uh, independently of lobby days, uh, myself, you know, Michael Cooper, our GR staff, uh, Aaron, um, you know, over time during the pandemic, we've had those meetings and, and they've all, you know, uh, been um, uh, been useful and, and productive meetings. And But I didn't know how kind of the lobby days exercise would go uh, because, you know, that's a it's quite different from uh, from, you know, just one off meetings. Right. We've got to coordinate everybody. You've got to um, uh, present um, to these congressional um, staffers in a way that is uh, professional uh, represents our um, our um, uh, our members well. Uh, represents the the diversity of our members um, as well. And so, um, you know, I, I did not know exactly what to expect, other than to know that our GR staff, you know, had done their damnedest to to put something together that was, you know, frankly, um, uh, really, really well executed. Um, and I think um, very, very empowering. Right. I was worried that um, not being in person might detract from that sort of esprit de corps that you you have um, in, um, in 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 person lobby days exercises. But 
Um, you know, I think that we, you know, every meeting that I was in, um, we had um, representatives from the Evergreen uh, members uh, from various parts of the, the industry, um, you know, representing um, different communities, um, people of color. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I thought that um, uh, it was it was more inclusive, I think, um, than and in-person lobby days could be just, you know, given the fact that not everyone can travel, you know, can give up a week and go travel to, to D.C. Um, for mm-hmm. lobby days. You know, mm-hmm. people have, you know, jobs, people have um, children, families, um, you know, and so it can be difficult to, to get out for that. And so the, the, the thing that I, you know, uh, really loved about virtual lobby days is that we didn't have that uh, barrier to entry. We didn't have that obstacle, right? So you could uh, get more folks out in front of staffers that maybe would not be able to uh, make it to an in-person lobby days. And so I thought that was um, um, uh, an aspect that um, I had thought about before, but um, um, I thought was, uh, was a huge positive, right? And so um, I think the staffers also came away with a very holistic picture um, of um, uh, of our membership and their concerns um, as well. And I think, you know, we had a lot of conversations where we didn't necessarily see eye to eye with staffers. And we even got to talk to, you know, we even uh, were able to meet with um, Senator Booker, uh, Cory Booker. Uh, we were able to meet with other uh, members of Congress um, as well, uh, and had some very, you know, frank discussions um, with them. Um, you know, polite, of course, as always. Um, but, you know, I, I don't know that, um, again, that we would um, have access to, to Senator Booker for that many folks, um, you know, at once to meet with him uh, if we were doing an in-person lobby days, right? I think it'd be a lot harder to coordinate. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I think we, you know, were able to uh, be much more representative. And I think we were able to have uh, opportunities for advocacy that, you know, maybe wouldn't present themselves if we had to uh, coordinate this in person. So um, Great point. Yeah. fantastic exercise. Um, you know, I do still want to see us go back to in-person lobby days as well, but I think this is also a fantastic uh, addition and we ought to be you know doing this more often too, for those who can't necessarily make it out to, to DC. Yeah, what a great point, Kershid. Yeah, and I, I also can't wait to get back to D.C. as well, um, as it used to be my stomping grounds as a young activist. So, such such a great experience. And um, as we're wrapping up here, another thing I'm looking forward to, we are hosting our in-person conference and trade shows. Uh, yes. we, we were at the Moscone Center in San Francisco in December of 2021. Uh, you know, it was a little different. They required vaccination proof to get in. Masks were required the whole nine yards, but we we made it happen. So we'll be back again in July, July 20th, 21st and 22nd, 2022. The Cannabis Business Summit and Expo. Uh, more information. Tickets will be available in April head to CannabisBusinessSummit.com for more information. And the show is coming together as we head toward July as well. Um, Looking forward to seeing you there, Kershid. And thank you for spending a few minutes uh, with me today on the show to talk about how we're conducting our lobbying efforts uh, in strange times. (laughs) Thank you for having me, Bethany. This was a lot of fun. Awesome. Well, thanks again for being on the show. And thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in to another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. Until next time.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 